Good morning. How are you today? Thursday, the 16th of November. I can't believe we're more than halfway through November already. It is absolutely just completely jaw-dropping how fast this year has gone. Do you agree? Let me know if uh, if you're finding that this may well have been one of the fastest years ever. Do you reckon that's just because life's really fast and busy and we're not paying attention? Or do you genuinely think that there's like time slipping somewhere? Because I, I, would, I would be wondering. So let me know what you think. Um, welcome in, welcome in. If you are catching the replay, make sure you leave me a wee hashtag replay and say hi and let me know your thoughts once I get into the cards. And as always, if you are joining me live as we go through, make sure you say hello. I'll try and keep an eye out for you in the comments. They don't always appear. So if you are here and commenting and I don't answer you, I'm very sorry. Um, but sometimes that's just what happens. So how's life? How has things? How have things been for you this week? I have to say I've noticed people are tired, um, and you can let me know of what you think. Um, there seems to be a lot of fatigue, um, and not just physical tiredness. It's like people have decision fatigue because we make so many decisions in a day. People certainly seem to have compassion fatigue. I don't know about you, but there have been multiple instances in the last few weeks where I have noticed a distinct lack of compassion or kindness in people. Um, my partner deals with members of the public on a daily basis and comes home every day saying how she's been verbally assaulted on the phone. She has been verbally attacked. I myself have been on the receiving end of unprovoked verbal attacks in my inbox. And it's just like, really, what's going on, guys? You know, when did it become okay to be so unkind to people? You know, when did it be okay to just turn around and be bleh and throw out um, aggression and nastiness and rudeness to people? all in the name of, well, I'm not responsible how you take it and I'm not responsible for how you respond and I'm not responsible for the words that come out of my mouth. I think you'll find you are. I think you'll find that we're all responsible for what comes out of here. Okay. Yes, it is up to us to understand how we take it, how we receive it and how we process it in our heart space. Um, but Imagine, imagine a world where we all took a little bit of responsibility, where we took radical responsibility for how we receive that information, process it, and then respond, rather than being potentially triggered, in inverted commas, by something someone says and immediately lashing out. Imagine if we took the time to take a breath. To understand why that was pushing a button in us and to maybe do a little bit of deep work before we unleash a verbal assault on someone. Um, imagine the different world it would be. Let me know what you think. How have you been? Have you noticed people have become more impatient, less tolerant, more unkind? Um, it's a it's a big shame because during during the old uh, the old COVID and lockdown. Um, you know, there was a lot of opportunities for people and we noticed that people were becoming either kinder or more unkind. There was no there was no middle ground and that chasm seems to have widened. I don't know. It seems to me that there's um there seems to be less patience around just at the moment. And there seems to be 
I know there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of fear in the world and there's a lot of um, unknowns. But when we think about it, nothing in life is certain. Except the obvious, you know, we're all not getting out of this alive. That's pretty certain. Death and taxes, the only two things that are certain. But, you know, we seem to fight with ourselves an awful lot in order to try and control how everything unfolds and to try and, I don't know, like make sure that we know exactly what's going to happen before we take another step and before we take another step and we keep kind of, you know, dancing around making decisions rather than just going for it out of fear of the unknown. And I don't know whether that then causes uncertainty, causes fear and then causes people to lash out or if it's when you see something that you really want and you don't have that you then lash out at someone i don't know there's something going on in the air but hopefully it'll pass hopefully people i just i have this altruistic dream that people will take responsibility for their lives and uh, take responsibility for the the words they speak and how they how they interact and remember that we are all human beings we're all of the same species we are all here with you know getting through this thing we call life um and it costs nothing to be kind. It costs nothing to take a breath and to go, okay, to respond with kindness and compassion um, rather than judgment and hatred. Um, imagine what a peaceful and most glorious world we could live in if we all just took that time to breathe, smile, and have a sense of peace inside. Anyway, let's get to the cards. That's me off the soapbox. Thanks for listening to my TED talk. Um, it just was something that I wanted to say because I've noticed just so many people feeling upset and hurt. But there has been a lot of tiredness and a lot of weariness. And I think that's natural coming to this natural coming to this stage in the year. Um, particularly here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are in approaching headlong into, you know, heading for winter. The nights are getting darker, days are getting shorter. Um, the pressure is building for people to get stuff going for, you know, the festive season. And then, you know, if you're in the States, you've got Thanksgiving, there's Black Friday, there's all this stuff. And it's like, oh, all coming at you. And people are just tired. People are stressed. People are like, oh, my God, please just stop. And it makes sense when you think about it, because nature's in that like unwinding bit and nature's shedding the leaves from the trees and everything's kind of battening down the hatches for the winter. And we're starting to get into that you know, let's start preparing, let's do, you know, let's hibernate a little bit, let's draw in. And yet society and life is pushing us and pushing us and pushing us to keep going. And then there's a, like a tug of war and a counterbalance between that. Um, so it's, it's hardly any surprising that we're tired. It's hardly any surprising that we are in that, um, state of feeling we have to constantly be on and doing but also feeling the deep natural pull to pull within and rest at this time of year and I think that's where a lot of the tiredness and perhaps maybe where a lot of the irritation and frustration is coming from I would ask people you would ask you to notice you know when you do feel that you're getting frustrated or angry or something's annoying you what where are your needs not being met where are your boundaries being pushed what's what has sparked a reaction in you because if you can take the time to journal on that and to think about it and to do the deep work that makes a world of difference i posted earlier about the fact that i, I do morning pages every day um 
and I sit and I just write whatever's going on in my head. And I have to say, it has been a massive wake up call for me to understand some of the things that go on in here because you don't you don't necessarily um, see that you don't necessarily understand that. But um, just some thoughts before I dive into the cards for today. So if you're um, if you're here with me, if you're watching, give me a wee hello so that I know if you're here. If hopefully if I can see the comments, and if you're not and you're picking up the replay, let me know your thoughts. Let me know have you been tired? Have you been finding that people are less patient, a little bit more unkind? Are you trying to hold the balance? Um, how are you fitting into all this? And we're, what's your energy level like just now as we run into the final few weeks of 2023? Are you excited for 2024 or are you still feeling that little bit of uncertainty? Personally, I can't wait. I am so excited for 2024, but I'll talk to you about that in a wee minute. So let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know what's going on in your head and let's dive into these cards. We've got some interesting cards this week. The Fool makes a welcome reappearance, but not till the end of our reading because we've got to get through some swords first. So here come the swords. And I think, you know, it's it's quite appropriate. Hey, Paula. Nice to see you here. Thank you for being here. Um, How's life? Let me know how you are. Um, The swords are making an appearance this week. The last few weeks we've had like kind of double major arcana and one minor. And this week we've reversed that. We've got two minors and one major. And as I say, the Fool was here last week. And the Fool has shown up again this week. Um, very much hammering home this point of the time is now. Take the leap. It is time. And it's one of those things, I think, that sometimes we need to hear it repeatedly. But let's dive in and see, see what the cards say. We've got the Two of Swords. Um, I'm using the Lightseer's Tarot deck again, as always. As, as you know by now, this is my current favourite deck by Chris Ann. Um, beautiful, beautiful cards, full of light and shadow, helping you look at both sides. Um, so very, very, very pleasant cards. Um, Paula says in the chat that she is in full hibernate mode. I love that. It's a perfect time of year for it. You know, like if, if we mirror what nature's doing, think about this time of year too, though. It's the, it's the opportunity to plant really good seeds and to do some planning while you're hibernating for next year. And that's where I've been working with a lot of my clients on this these last few weeks. And we're going to continue to do that. Um, and it's so exciting. But Talk about that in a sec. Let's get back to the cards. So the Two of Swords. Two of Swords is the first card that's come up. And this card, um, I love this deck because the swords are depicted by crows. And I work with crow medicine so much. So I really identify with it. But the crows are flying around this, the, the woman's head. She's blindfolded. They're tying little strings all around her. She's kind of swiping them off. But she's like, almost looking like she's getting tied up in knots. And I kind of see this as when we start to overthink when we start to jump into our head rather than our heart space, right? So when we're sitting in that sort of space of trying to make a decision and we start to think about it, we start to overthink about it and we start to get so many different options that none of them appear viable and everything all ties itself in a big knot and then we get stuck. And we get stuck in indecision, we get stuck in a space of just total stalemate and nothing happens and then you just get you're tied in this swirling eddy of thoughts and it's like it's a not it's not a nice place to be it's not a nice place to be because you're constantly it's like you're nearly overthinking it to the point that you put the brakes on so much you end up doing nothing you have a whole period of inaction and that is tough so i think the two of swords is coming up to say listen you, you have a decision to make you have a 
a choice to make perhaps right now as to which way you go. And I think, again, this is really appropriate at this time of year when we are in that sort of trying to get into that hibernation mode, trying to get into that planning stage, trying to sort of see what's coming ahead, but yet we don't know what's coming and we're not sure. And if you tune into anything in the media, you're worried sick because there's nothing but fear and misery out there. Um, you know, so you're starting to, you draw in and then you start to overthink it all and then eventually you just get really contracted, really crossed up like she is and you do nothing. And that's not a good spot to be in. So I would ask you just to check in with yourself. Check in honestly, where are you overthinking a decision that might need to be made? We have to make decisions every single day. I said right at the top of this video that you know, there's fatigue in the air and people have fatigue, decision fatigue being one of those things. You think about the number of decisions you have to make in any given day. You know, what time to get up, whether to wash your hair or not, whether to, uh, you know, have breakfast or not, what to have for breakfast, what to do that day, blah, blah, blah. There's constant decisions all the time. Everything you do is a decision. And then comes the bigger decisions. Do I stay in this relationship? Do I stay in this career? Do I stay in this location? Do I follow my dream and go out and be self-employed? Do I, you know, do I take the new job? Do I go after the promotion? Do I put myself forward to be a leader? Do I take the volunteering role? Do I step out of the volunteering role? Do I, what do I do? All these decisions, to and fro, to and fro, to and fro, constant decisions, constant decisions. And we start to overthink it. We start to really ruminate on it and this card asks us to right take a breath close your eyes and come down into your heart space make the decision trusting your own judgment your own heart your own soul your own gut and if your intuition seems quiet and you're like i don't know because i can't hear it right now it's because you need to get quiet okay and you need to trust your own inner satna of your own inner guidance that will not lead you wrong. And you need to make that decision because if you don't make the decision, you're spinning your plates, you're going nowhere fast, you're spinning those wheels, you're not going anywhere, you're just stuck in this swirling mess of having stuff flapping around your head and that's mentally exhausting. And that then leads to these this space of, like I said earlier, not having the, not having the compassion for yourself not having a compassion for others, not having any space in your head. And that's exhausting. So if you're in that space right now, what I want you to do is just literally take a breath, write all the stuff down that's in your head, get poured all out onto the page. That's like for me, the morning pages are one of the best things I've ever done because they give me that space to process all the nonsense that goes on. And there is a lot that goes on. You'd be amazed once you start writing it down, all the stupid wee thoughts that go into your, in your head that you're completely unaware of. And shine the light of awareness on them and then drop down into your heart space. Drop down into your heart space and be like, okay. What does my heart tell me? What does my gut tell me I need to do? And then take the step. You need to take the step. And that's the scary bit, right? Because when you take the step, you don't know where you're going. You don't know. And that's kind of where the energy of the fool is coming in to say, take, do the trustful, take the step and trust that the universe will then provide the next step. It's like the whole path won't appear until you take the first step. It's the only like gameplay for those of you who do any games, play video games or anything, that sometimes you're in that like holding moment. I don't play video games, so I don't know. This is probably completely wrong, but there might be a bit where there's like maybe a glitch in the video and you have to you have to wait and then you have to take a step before 
the graphics catch up and the path appears. It's a little bit like that, that you've got to take the next step so that then the path can appear and you can then take the next step. And as you take the next step, then the next part, part of the path appears. And that's life. So that's what this card is all about. It's like, and then we're followed with this Ten of Swords. It's like once you've made that decision, your dark night of the soul is essentially over. You might have to, the decision might be painful. The decision might be that you do have to leave the career. You do have to leave the job. You do have to leave the relationship. You do have to leave the, the home that you're, you live in, the country you live in. You might have to move. You might have, whatever it is. Okay, lots of different things that can be dark nights of the soul here. The thing about it is some of our most potent seeds for the best things in our life come from those really tough times. Those times where you think your world has ended, where the bottom has fallen out of your world and you're like, oh my God, I'm never recovering from this. When you look back on them, you see that actually it was the darkest night just before the brightest dawn. I know that's really true for me. I know that some of the stuff that I've been through in my life, the really painful moments were catalysts for growth there were catalysts for me to plant those seeds and I didn't even know I was planting them like the biggest one really being the redundancy and the whole bottom of my world falling out where I was like oh my god I can't afford to pay the mortgage I can't afford to pay for anything I've got no money coming in because I've been made redundant oh my god oh my god oh my god what am I gonna do this is a nightmare but it planted the seeds to get me here where I'm responsible for what I bring in I'm responsible for putting the roof over my head not an employer employer can never pull a rug out from under me again it's up to me and that for me was a massive it was a massive fear as well you imagine how frightening it is going from being employed to then all of a sudden being solely responsible for paying your mortgage with your own income that's terrifying but with the right guidance and the right advice you can you can do it and you can the right plan in place you can do it. you know so what what is your dark night of the soul that was just one of many of my dark nights of the soul i've had many the redundancy was kind of the catalyst for me stepping into my own soulpreneurship and being my own soulful business business owner. But there were other dark nights of the soul, you know, I'm still processing this time. It's it's 11 months today since my mum passed away, 16th of December last year she died. I'm still working through that and I will be working through that for a long time. And I was just journaling on it this morning and thinking, goodness, how much life has changed. At this time last year, the weight of the, the care and the 24-7 the care that was going on and the, the pain she was in and the difficulty she was facing and as a result, the difficulty I was facing trying to look after her. All those difficult things, you know, and they planted seeds in me as well and have changed me. You know, when my dad died when I was 14, that was a dark night of the soul for me as a teenager that I had to work through and it cracked me open in ways that I couldn't see. So what I'm saying to you is there's lots of stuff in there. You know, so whatever you're grappling with, make the decision, take the forward step. And yeah, it might be painful. You might have to make a painful decision. You might have to step forward and go, right, I've got to make this decision. But the darkest days then are over. And as you can see in this card, she's stepping in towards this most beautiful light. And it's the brightest light she's ever seen. She's stepping forward and watching that lovely new horizon coming up. The sun rising afterwards, because we can be sure of that, that the sun will rise. Okay, it'll not be dark forever. But sometimes we need to process that. And it's a little bit like this dark half of the year that we need to like go in and hibernate and process and you know, put those little seeds in the ground and nurture them. 
and then we allow them to grow we allow them to blossom and the dark days are over and we move into the light okay so ten of swords is not to be feared but it is to be it's like you need to hold the space for it you need to hold the space for that um hold the space for yourself and the compassion for yourself to work through whatever is going on and that again is where it's really useful to have your community space and the people around you that can hold you and support you we've done that quite a lot inside soul food circle lately with people who are going through stuff and they bring it into the group and we're all everybody surrounds them and there's love and compassion and a general holding of that space for that person to work through what's going on and then the celebration as they walk through and celebrate the light at the other side as you see them being brave enough to take the decisions, letting stuff go and opening up to something new. And that's why I say the Fool is a very welcome card at the end of that, because that's quite heavy, like the Two Swords and the Ten of Swords, heavy, heavy duty this week, because a lot of this healing and self-leadership stuff, it's not easy. We all have wobbles, we all have pain, we all have uncertainty, we all feel, you know, I know personally whenever I, I received an email um, on the back of my card reading last week that was very aggressive very unfair in many ways um, and initially I was very like you know I felt a physical pain in my chest I was like oh that's so painful because it was so untrue it was so hurtful and so just nasty uh, was all I can say about it but the thing about it was I I took my time before I responded and I responded calmly and with my own integrity intact and i know that it was saying more about that person than it was about me um and i think that the heaviness sometimes we feel in the stuff that's going on that we have to work through comes from doing that deep level work where you do pause before you respond and you do take your time um and then the fool comes in now and says right it is okay and safe for you to go after those dreams you're at, you have you might have been telling yourself for many years that they were foolish or pipe dreams and that, they, you know, they couldn't possibly be. But was that what society was telling you? Was society telling you nonsense like you have to, you know, you have to do everything by the book and you, everything has to be very, very strict and you have to work really, really hard and you can't do this and you can't do that and all this negativity it keeps you small. Where it's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? This is your life. How do you want to lead it? How do you want to be? You know, who do you want to be? then go after it and do it so the fool is reminding you to take that and it's like you can see in this card she's you know it's like a trustful she's leaning backwards off the edge of this cliff and she's about to launch herself down into that beautiful flower of life that's depicted on the bottom of the card you know and she's you know she's got a crystal in her hand and she's got like a big staff big wand and it's like you know she's the crystal nearly is like it's like an amethyst crystal she's holding and it's like right I'm going to trust and lean into my spiritual self and I'm going to lean into the passion of this wand and I'm going to blend the two together and jump into what it is I know. And I trust that the universe will hold me and support me. And it's a little, like I said earlier, when you've got that, you're taking the step towards what it is you want to achieve in life and you're not sure, but you take the first step and then the next part of the path becomes apparent and you can then take the next step. And then the next door opens and you're like, oh, go through that door. And then the next part of the path appears and it's like a constant. It's like as you proceed through this game of life, the next piece of the puzzle appears. Um, but you've got to be brave enough to take the leap of faith. The time actually is now. So that's all I've got for you because I've got to step off this call now and go in. I've got a beautiful one-to-one -one 
mentoring session coming up just now with one of my fabulous solopreneur clients. Um, business mentoring is one of my favorite things to do. Um, make sure you, if you haven't already, if you are one of those fabulous people out there who want to step into soulful um, employment with yourself as your own boss and you're ready to do it, make sure you've signed up for Soulfire, my free event. It starts on Monday. I'll be letting people into the group tomorrow. So make sure you're getting signed up. The link should be, it'll pop up maybe at the end of the video if it's not already there. Um, and you can join that for free Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Um, I'll be live on Facebook Monday and Tuesday at one o'clock every day. And then on Wednesday, I'll be inviting you to join me on Zoom so we can actually chat and work through your strategy together in a group call. Um, so we'll be doing that in the group. Um, so make sure that you're there. I'd love to see you. Um, there's plenty of resources available for you too. And I will be offering you the opportunity to step into some exciting new programs. I'm really, really excited to say that I have a new level of soul food circle available too. So not only do we have soul food circle, which is the place where you can build your confidence and be with like-minded and kindred spirits um, to work through like Reiki and tarot and crystals and shamanism and all the things in a lovely online group environment where you have that gorgeous um, support network where you can build your confidence and your skills. But now I have an element of it now called Soulpreneur Space, which is for those of you who want to have more of a business focus. And you can be in either both or just one or the other, if you wish. Um, Soulpreneur Space is taking its founding members in. So if it's something that you'd like to know more about, leave me a wee comment or slide into the DMs, ping me a wee message. You know how to find me um, and I will send you all the information that you need to know. But I have cracked the door open for Soul Food Circle again, just between now and the end of the year. Just if anyone wants in to make 2024 their best year yet, you can do that. So get in touch with me and let me know and I will send you the information you need. As always, let me know. You're very welcome, Paula. I'm glad you enjoyed. Let me know, folks, um, when you catch replays on this. Uh, let me know if the cards spoke to you. Uh, let me know if... Um, you're going through your own dark night of the soul right now and need help making that decision. Um, if there's anything I can do to help, I am here to help you. Um, and if you feel like stepping into one of the supportive communities, either Soul Food Circle or Soulpreneur Space, then give me a wee shout and I'll make that happen for you because we have our first big strategy call coming up on the 2nd of December. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that because it's going to be like a workshop based vibe where we're really going to dive into making 2024 awesome for you so if it's for you let me know give me a shout um there's low rate to get in just at the moment on the founding members rate but it's only for the first 10 people so two spots have already gone and i haven't even launched it yet so it's uh, i'm only starting to talk about it now but i'll be talking about it more next week um but you're most welcome to join so far and i hope to see you there let me know in the comments what the cards have said to you this week what you're grappling with and if there's anything i can help you with let me know and other than that, have a fantastic rest of your week. Great weekend, and I'll see you again next week. Have a good one.